0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break Podcast. I'm your host Peter,
1: and I'm your co-host Serge.
0: And this is the podcast where we discuss emerging technology, human behavior, and what this all means for the future. And thanks to Cotton Bureau for sponsoring our podcast. Cotton Bureau, where you can get quality, well-designed T-shirts that you can't find anywhere else. If you do not see any you like, you can always create your own. Find out more at futurebreak.net forward slash cb
1: search yes sir i'm glad we're back at this i know it's been uh it's been a few weeks that we've been gone and uh trying to figure out a few things with the show um i think we're heading in a good direction we've got some stuff cooking yeah um just just trying to make this more engaging and more you know of of a great show for you guys and so um, we took a few weeks off just to talk through some things and get some, get some feedback from yeah, other people. Yeah. Get, get some feedback. Um and again we thank you for for sticking around with us. Um we've got a great show today.
0: <laughs> we we are very excited about this show. If
1: if we don't do this show heads will roll. I mean <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've been talking about the name, the title of the show <laughs> because we're going to be talking about transplanting heads and we are not kidding on this. Yeah. So yeah, we've been trying to toy around with the, with the uh, with the actual title. Like,
1: are I we see. heading in the right direction, <laughs> Peter? <laughs> we'll probably stick with that one. Um,
0: Frankenstein is real, which I've been corrected. Doctor Frankenstein was actually the doctor, the doctor yeah. who created the monster. So even though we called monster Frankenstein,
1: well, culture. and this show came about. <laughs> I think you and I were just chatting about future stuff, and I'm like. Have you heard about this head transplant thing? Yeah, and I, I think you haven't heard about it before.
0: I I really did not hear about it as as, as much as you had. And um, I talked to a few other people just in brief passing this, and it does sound like there's been some more news on this lately, yeah. actually. But yep. this is something that's been in the news at least the current story that everybody's talking about that's been worked on in the past year. Yeah,
1: I've I've actually heard about this. I think last year. Um, the article came out and again, I'm like, what? Yeah. People Just, probably
0: wrote it off a little bit even.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, there's a whole lot of stuff going around it, but, um, yeah. So today we want to talk about the first potentially either, uh, how, however you want to look at it, a successful or not successful transplant of a human head from one body to the next body. Yeah.
0: And we are talking like, <laughs> I mean, it- Truthful detail, we're talking about full decapitation, yeah, totally, onto somebody else's body. And uh, I would dare say some of you are gonna be like, That is absolutely horrible, and that is absolutely crazy. And I, 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 I would agree quite a bit on that
1: to a yeah. certain extent. It, it is a little, it's a little squeamish, I think. I mean, it just, just talking about this, like, oh. that's something you don't think about every day. But hang around with us till the end. I, I promise you guys are going to enjoy the conversation. Um, there's so many levels to this story, I feel. Yeah. That I think that's that's really why we chose it. It's like, okay, it's the future. It's tech. It's medical. Then there's a lot of ethics to it, too. A
0: ton of, ton of that. So.
1: Yeah. Let's dive in a little bit let's here, Peter. In.
0: Okay. So uh, I want to do a quick background a little bit on some of the history of this stuff, which you and I were talking, um, being in our 30s. I was kind of shocked to see some of the the details that's that's public about even working on animals and yeah. doing different things. Like it was just it's mind-boggling. Apparently in um this article from the Atlantic in like 1908 there was a doctor in in like the US who worked to try to do something like this or graft a a, a head's dog on another dog. Yeah. Nineteen oh eight, I mean that's, it's been that's a long time ago. Yeah, actually. we've been thinking about it for a while. Thinking for a while, so <laughs> I call it the dry years again. I don't know, but um, in in the in the nineteen fifties, uh, there was in nineteen fifty nine surgeons in the Soviet Union grafted the head and front paws of one dog onto the back of another, and there's pictures of this. And it is a little bit just kind of... Your your mind can't seem to wrap its head around it. No. <laughs> it's in black and white even. And you just still can't... You just still... You still can't figure this out. Um, by the way, we, I want to clarify. These dogs do not live forever. Okay? Yeah, they live like 20... 29 days. days right? um, in some cases where they've been... When they did it, some attempts, I think, to stitch the... the another dog on another dog. Um, like... The, the two heads would both tra- lap up water, yeah, which is just once again, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we've heard of different things like you cut the head off a chicken, there was a chicken who la- lived a around, long yeah. time actually after that, but it's true,
1: the, the, that is true, yeah.
0: But, uh, anyways,
1: I think this is more like science, it's just it's it's kind of like fringe science in a way. I mean, just looking at the photos, like if you look at the science based on the photos, you're like, yeah, oh, that's that's just. What are you guys doing? You're doing some messed up stuff. Uh, completely. Yes. So, that was,
0: yeah, 1950s, 1960s. Uh, kind of a guy by the name of Ren, who is a Chinese kind of doctor.
1: Xiaoping uh, Ren is Zhao Ping name. Ren.
0: Thank you for the full name. Yeah. And probably... More recent in the nineteen seventies, uh, Cleveland, Ohio a surgeon named Robert White transplanted the heads of several rhesus 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 yeah rhesus monkeys onto other well onto other bodies. Um, this is just <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, it was it was technically
1: a head transplant. Yeah, yeah. And what really makes it, and I think this is where this is where um the current the current story really is trying to go where yeah they say they sever the spinal cord and we all know that spinal cord injuries are you know basically impossible to fix right so a lot of a lot of people they get into a bad accident they have a spinal cord injury they're they're paraplegic for life right and we've been looking for a cure or a way to fix um, there's just so many things that are wrapped up in that that we don't have time to go into on this on the podcast, but um what they're proposing to do is to sever the spinal cord of people and then using new technology that we've developed, fuse it back together with another person's body a donor's body yes <laughs> and that and, and that's the whole key because then the the person will then. Theoretically, if they wake up, if they're not killed in this, they'll be able to hopefully move their hands, their new hands, move their new body and start basically rehabilitating to a point where they can walk around. They can do, you know, stuff they've, they haven't done in, in a long time or maybe even never based on re, repositioning their, their head on someone else's body.
0: Which, yeah.
1: It's still weird. It's still weird to talk it's, about. It's I'll, I'll still so
0: that. weird to talk about. Oh, yeah. And uh, the tools that are needed for some of this. I mean, this, this, so yeah, that leads us, like I said, that's some of the history. Um, and that leads us to where. Like the surgery that is being proposed, and I'll let Surge dive into this a little bit. But I mean, just alone, I think this was like a hundred and fifty million dollar surgery that will need to yeah. take place, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what? So what's going on right now? Well, there's just there's a lot of stuff. Um, there just as as of recently. So basically, this this Italian surgeon, um, uh, Sergio Canavero, he is kind of your stereotypical surgeon, like, you know, I don't want to say cocky, but kind of cocky. Like, he, I've seen some TED Talks. He's just very excited, knows his stuff. Um, you know, he's written a lot of papers, mm. a lot of medical journal papers. Um, and so he's just really interested in this procedure, and he thinks that there is a way that he can do it on humans. And the basic... The basic elements of of how this would happen is um, they would find a person, and they've actually found a few people already. Um, one of them, his name was uh, Valery. He's a he's a guy from Russia, and he had he has this uh, disease where his basically his muscle tissue is disintegrating, right? And what it's doing is it's it's killing him. It's He will not live for a long time. And so, you know, when he started hearing and researching about this, he contacted the doctor, contacted and started, they started working on, okay, he, he volunteered to be the first person to have this procedure done. Now, there's so much stuff going on with it, but, um, it would look like something kind of like this, where essentially there would be they would get this russian this russian guy Valeri, into a surgery in a prep room and then kind of wait for someone to die <laughs> somebody has to die in order for this to happen i th- i thought they had a a donor i thought they had a donor body well
0: i suppose you know you have to keep it
1: yeah. So it has to be like, oh, like most transplants. Like, you know, we do a heart transplant very quickly. Yeah. Somebody, somebody had a, I don't know, accident and they're, they're brain dead. They, they rush over to the family and say, can we use your, your son? Can we use his body for medical research and for, for this, for this new guy? And after that, they, <laughs> They they use a diamond tipped scalpel. Yes, which it is costs two hundred
0: thousand dollars. Yeah,
1: it's 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 insane. It's it's so, I mean, it's so thin that it's like transparent. It's super precise, and so they'll they have they have an hour bef- between. Um, I'm just trying to remember the steps here. I think what they're going to do is they're going to cool down. Uh, Valeri's body to like 50 degrees mm-hmm. Celsius they're going to pump him up with a bunch of drugs that will help slow down his kind of functions I guess and um, with this donor body next to him they will essentially use use that scalpel decapitate his head and then at the same time do the same thing for Valeri and if you see a picture of him, like his head looks normal. His body is just completely shriveled up. Yeah. And what they'll do is then they'll take his head and it's it's actually on a, like a crane. It's on a crane and it's, it. they're going to move it from his old body to his potential new body. And using some new technology, some new, um, it's like this little amber type liquid that they have um, that what it does is actually fuses, it fuses the spinal cord cells together. So it theoretically allows for, for this to work. And so the two things is the, is the really sharp scalpel and the, the, um, the fluid or, or (laughs) the medicine that they have can theoretically allow it to happen. I mean, and then then goes the hard part of, okay, now I got to reconnect all the tissue, all the muscles, you know, all the veins and all that stuff. Um, they're going to need a team of 80 to 150 doctors to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then, after, so let's say, okay, let's say they go through all of this. Next up, they're going to put Valeri in a coma for a few weeks and slowly kind of take him out of it. And I mean... Basically, stand by his bed and monitor to see if there's any voluntary movement in his hands and feet. And that would be, I mean, if he doesn't die, let's just say that, that would be considered a success. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it, it what's funny is you talk about, you're saying, and then they decapitate the donor body's head. I mean, there is just literally no other way to say. Yeah, that. there's no way to. Uh, there's no way I'm to. to like. Go, you can't say. Re- yeah. Remove
1: somebody's. You're. It's. It is what it is. Yeah. The in, the in the article I read, some of the language that really caught my my eye was like, oh, and then after they they connect the the new head, they install, <laughs> they install the. You know the bones they because that you gotta right you gotta you, you, gotta, fuse the you gotta fuse this you gotta fuse the bones. Yep. I mean they're they're installing they make it sound like it's a computer repair, but I mean it's it is in a way because <laughs> they're breaking the computer, right? Yeah. So it's a massive tech slash you know medical procedure, um, and so the 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 real reason we're talking about this is. We started hearing that, okay, it's it's actually, they're scheduling it for this year, for 2017. Yeah. And so, um, the update that I have is, because this is so difficult, because this is so, I mean, it's going to cost so much money, um, they will not be able to perform it. I think they were looking at it to Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where Sergio, the, the doctor, is from. So... Um it's actually gonna be performed in China. And which isn't too surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get back to that. that okay. that's that's interesting too. Um it'll be performed in China and then Xiaoping Ren, which is a friend of this Italian surgeon, uh Canavero, will actually help lead lead the team to that's gonna be doing this. Um and he worked in the US and he's done, you know, he's done some experiments this way too. Um, well I mean all this comes full circle technically because
0: we talked about Ren earlier in the history of this. Yeah. Um White Yeah who was the guy who transplanted the head the monkeys' heads, by the way, did not have connect the spinal cord because they couldn't. Yeah. Um yeah. and he when he went to he went to Ukraine to see about trying to do some more stuff, but once again the technology or the the medical researcher was not there to be able to reattach a spinal cord, but that's what caught the attention of Valeri. Yeah. The first potential candidate yeah. here. Which it sounds so, like it's not going to happen. But
1: yeah. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to be Chinese citizen. I think that makes sense because it's just going to be, you know, less regulation. Right. Um <laughs> and and that's not to say that Valeri if this works, that's not to say that he won't be number two or somewhere down the road. Um, I would bet you even if it doesn't work. He'd still want, yeah, I mean, the guy has no hope, essentially. You know, unfortunately, it's difficult to say that. But, um, and then the the last kind of, (laughs) surgeons, man. The last thing is (laughs) Canavero is already planning on his next coup, which is basically the world's first brain transplant. So not head, not decapitation, but let's take, you know, some genius's brain that Mm -hmm. passed away. Let's put it in some, let's put that brain in someone else's body, basically. So that's, that's, that's what's new.
0: (laughs) There are so many questions that come from something like this that your mind can just spin around. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll talk about is my wife, okay, who is a nurse and who is in surgery, works with surgeons and is in the kind of the the nervous brain spinal cord surgeries type stuff. And she tells me she sees the um the wrapping around the, you know, the spinal cord and sees, you know, Wow. When people tear that so people like these surgeons repairing that, and she talks about how long that takes, yeah and how delicate of a procedure that is, and that's not to say that this guy doesn't have maybe more practice or better understanding than maybe sure. some of these doctors that she works with um about that type of stuff, but I mean. She, I mean, she does bring up an interesting point, and obviously, this is still all very ex- experimental. Once again, we still do not. I feel like we still don't know for certain that these spinal cord fusions can happen properly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and so that's that's a big thing in her mind that just she thinks this is just slightly crazy, um, maybe at the very least reckless, and. Um, obviously she, she's been my wife, so she has a little bit of influence on me in that area. (laughs) Um, and so, but it was really interesting to hear her talk about that. And she once again kind of thinks she doesn't like the false sense of hope. Now, Valeri, obviously with his condition, to your point, he doesn't have. Yeah. I mean, he, there's no, there's not really anything he has right now for true hope to have a medical, uh, cure for this outside of what seems like this correct. science
1: fiction basically yeah. and he's been like trying to raise money you know selling t-shirts and right and different kinds of things and, and i understand that like he, he's actually he's a really smart guy he he uh he has a tech company outside of moscow so i mean he's he's kind of in the know about about a lot of stuff um but you know going back to to what you were saying earlier is you know your wife watching and seeing all the, the tissues, um, technically speaking, they have about an hour to successfully reattach the head, you know, without causing significant brain damage. So when you think about that, it's like, it. you know, she said it takes forever to, to do this stuff when you're not suffering. Right. <laughs> what 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 do they have to do when they're actually you know performing this this procedure and it's just uh, I don't know there's so many so many things with it um the the one thing that that I think is interesting to me is what about the donor oh yeah so you're You are some Chinese, you know, this looks like it's happening in China. So you're a Chinese guy. Do they need to get permission from the donor in this case? Well, they, yeah. Let's talk about China first. Okay. China is, I mean, they are more open to, they're more progressive when it comes to medical experiments. Let's just say that. Well, yeah. CRISPR.
0: with CRISPR, yeah. Was one we talked about in the past. Yeah. And the Chinese did something a Chinese doctor did something there with I think it was rats. Yeah. Taking editing the genes a little bit on the rats.
1: I just read recently they've actually added CRISPR into human cells now, oh, they have. Yeah. So they basically what we're saying is China's is probably a good place to do this because their their um laws are progressive enough to allow for this hap- to happen um which again it's well yeah it's, depending it's on how basically you look at
0: saying it. hey if this fails we're not going to prosecute you yeah
1: and they i mean and i can see where it makes sense for china to like if this happens on in one of their hospitals yeah you know that okay china is going to be the leader in you know head transplants in the world for years Right, I suppose there's something to be said about that. And so, yeah. the Chinese government, I, I feel like they have a an interest too in this, you know, and and maybe they're going to sponsor the procedure because, you know, again, a hundred million dollars potentially—that's that's not chump change. No, you know, it's not. You can't raise that much money selling T-shirts and and mugs. No. <laughs> well, so.
0: Well, let me ask you, let's, let's talk about this. Okay. What is this, what are the implications of this? Even, even in the, if, if we just think this is purely science fiction, this is going to fail ultimately, what would be the implications if something like this were possible and is possible? I mean, to me, there are some things here of just the fact of, like, you could, the, I mean, living forever type of concept where hmm. before you die, you... You Find a new donor, yeah. Um, but that's a little weird because why don't they get to you know, like, have to be certain s- situations for something like that to even be possible? Um,
1: I don't know if that's that's possible with this either. I mean, your your body just naturally decays, and so you're gonna, I know, you're but gonna if have, your
0: mind doesn't decay,
1: well, even even your mind will, you know, over time, like Alzheimer's, and
0: but was that? but was that a part of the fact that your whole human body was and so you i mean i we're not we're not we're not doctors we're not saying yeah. but like there's something about <laughs> not that, a doctor not a doctor the uh that i I, f- I feel like implies at very least longer living
1: yes that's i think that part is true like forever living probably not right um but longer living like you get into an accident you're You know, you're well off, you're well known, you know, some kind of a business owner or someone that has a skill that like it would take a long time or two or three people to accomplish what you've done. I can see that like, hey, I want to live or even somebody else saying, I want my husband, I want my wife to live because they, you know, they have the skill or they have this, this thing. So, going back to the ethics, when they first, I think, and this is this is where we're up in an uproar right now. I think a lot of people are like, this is fake. This won't happen. Let's say it does. Mm-hmm. What's the ethics implications of this? What do you think? Like, is this okay to do?
0: On <laughs> on you know on one hand, if for some, for some reason this works, there's a part of me that recognizes, and at least this is my moral compass speaking here a little bit. Mm-hmm. If we're not killing people and they're brain dead, like the donor, like or something happens to the donor, mm-hmm. okay. If they're already gone, and yes we already use for organ organ. Yeah. I'm an organ donor. Yeah. I mean, this is basically just donating all of your organs, obviously, (laughs) but, um, but I, I, I would have to understand, like there's a little bit of a truth to that of if I'm already giving my body for science to help somebody else, could this Mm -hmm. not, why wouldn't this be any different than that? Yeah. So, um, I think there's something to be said about that. And and that's probably the the point of like if this works where I'm a little bit thinking huh okay but at the same time no none of us here and as maybe history would say a hundred years later well that doctor was just ahead of his time you know. I mean it, it reminds me of I mean we're cutting off people's heads. This sounds like a French Revolution type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Even though it's not anywhere near that, that's just, that's what comes to our minds based on
1: history and yeah, in the past. So. Like I think we see it like in a barbaric way. You know, we 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 like I, yeah, beheading I, is yeah, yeah. ISIS. Yeah. ISIS is doing that right now, like and it's twenty seventeen, so we we don't see that as as a humane, you know, way to um I don't know to red somebody. I guess no, nope, we don't do that as 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 capital punishment anymore. And so now there's a medical procedure that potentially like makes you live after this. Right. I mean, that's that's for me. I think the the ethics implication is okay. Going back to what I was saying earlier, let's say you're the donor's family. Yeah, you know your your son or your daughter. You know. God forbid is is brain dead and they're laying in the hospital and you had to make a decision. Can you give your you know, significant others or your son's life away for somebody else to have their body? Imagine like, okay, if that if that actually again, huge caveat, if this thing actually works huge caveat, yeah. Yeah. yeah and the 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 person wakes up and and actually starts moving around and starts you know repairing themselves and living in a in a normal life imagine if you see them in person and you're looking at the the head of some stranger but your the body is your son or your your husband or your wife maybe they had tattoos <laughs> maybe they had like you know what i mean Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's, I think we're, I think we're more unnerved by this than right now.
0: If that were to happen, we have a weird, that'd be a weird thing to go to a funeral where there's just a head. Yeah. Um, Which probably wouldn't happen then anyways. But
1: But then think about the other side of this too, where ethically speaking, putting a, a dead human's. Recently passed away human's heart in a live human was just thought to be like the worst thing in the world Yeah, I just had a my brother-in-law's niece just had that done. Really?
0: Yeah age like 17. I mean that that saved her life and yeah,
1: it's it's a miracle like right now It's a medical miracle and it's such a standard procedure I mean you, you 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 we would have never thought of that That it would work Right. Back in the days, you know, 1600s, oh, we're taking someone's heart that just passed away, and putting into another human. And, s- <laughs> and we can actually fly that heart thousands of miles across to a different place, and here you go. You know, and it's like, okay, th- this is taking it, like, 11 steps further. Right. Yeah, <laughs> this is a major <laughs> jump
0: after that, but
1: yes. So, yeah, it's just... I don't know, I think, well, I would also say there's also
0: just even the concept of um does it matter if the if the body was if you're if you're a male and the body was a female, could you still yeah well wow. i mean I mean there's stuff like that
1: that that could i don't know, I don't know, and let me push this even further. what about like you know like boutique head transplants? Well, yeah, I transplant my head to a muscle builder or whatever.
0: I am quite certain that there are some companies that really would love to be a part of this, just because mm-hmm. they they if they see that potential of like people will pay money to live longer for everything yeah. of this nature. So
1: interesting. Well, we we thought you guys uh, we thought you guys would like this. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of just perfect in in the light of. What we talk about here on, on on the show on future break and um, do you have a future breakdown with this, Peter? What do you think? Is this gonna gonna be a common thing we see?
0: Uh, I mean it all depends on the success or right success of this or not. I will say what will probably happen is I'm even I'm I'm obviously skeptical maybe of this a bit more than I think it will happen, mm-hmm. but I think it will fail. Probably. It's hard for me to say that because there's a part of me that, like, I mean, entertains the idea of like, yeah, this could actually happen. But I will say, just like the sheep, I think the sheep that that when we first cloned. Dolly. Da- Dolly that yeah. died. Uh. Well, no, Dolly lived a little longer, I think.
1: Yeah, Dolly lived a pretty healthy a life. A pretty
0: healthy life. Um, or, the, oh, here's the one I'm thinking of. The... The fake heart transplant. Oh yeah, yep. Um, I think it was at seven, nine, nine days. Uh, there will be some blowback. Yeah, but that is only a temporary thing. Yeah, though, where this will push people to new levels. So you're
1: saying basically ethics will move with with this procedure, right? If it if it continues, to, if it works,
0: right. And and one last thing. I mean this this reminds me of, I mean. And you have to take away the political mindset. I mean, this stuff was done, forced on people back during during the Holocaust. Yeah, with uh, the Nazi doctors, and where they would you know have take limbs and put them on, put them on the other side of the person, or put them on somebody else. Um, that's why if you were a twin in that back in that day, that was not a good thing because
1: oh, we can. That like, we can start messing, messing around. Messing around more, yeah. yeah. That's that just, that's sick. It's sick stuff.
0: And there was, when that, you know, the, that research is out there, and so the concept is, okay, well, do we lock it up? Like, there were, you know, trials on, like, locking that information up. And ironically, and I and I don't even, I should I don't know if ironically is the right word, but, like, we're kind of doing that now. Hmm. But it's just we're doing this in a willing manner. Everybody's willing mm-hmm. to do this versus this is a force thing. So, um, however, I don't think they tried to decapitate anybody. No.
1: Um, well, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Maybe Who they knows? did. Who knows? Uh, so, so I mean, that's where, like, it's, I mean, there's, like you said, it's it's a head, head loss, all this type of stuff. It just, it, it can rub you the wrong way. Even when you think about like, oh, this could mean some really cool
1: things. Give you a really, a really big headache. It's just hard for us
0: based on, I think, history and even current, current views. Yeah. uh, That's, that losing the head is somebody's death. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, I don't know. I, maybe I just don't know more about this. I think there's a chance. I think there's a little bit better than 50% chance of this actually working. From just just reading the description of it, I mean it makes a lot of sense and I, what they want to do is they want to train on you know, they want to basically increase the, the the scale of uh their practice to go from again, you know, monkeys to dogs to do full full transplants. Right. And then to eventually cadavers a few times, and then go to a full human. So they want to practice it where it's we've got enough practice. The training up to the training up. Yeah, exactly. They want to have enough practice. Um, I think they'll find a lot of stuff when they go through that. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I think it it possibly could work. Um. Now I don't believe that this will be a mainstream. Like boutique surgery, you know, that people have. Like, this will be probably more of catastrophic. You know, my body is completely, my, my body's completely di- di- disintegrating. And like, it's going to be kind of like that. My heart is failing. I need a donor. I think that's what it's going to be like. Because we're with CRISPR, we're finding out. CRISPR is an amazing tech that can actually, it's it's just another direction to take, you know, like fixing disorders and fixing right. medical issues in your body. It's a lot cheaper, l- way less invasive. Um, it probably doesn't have the full healing effect like of restoring, at least at this point, mm-hmm. right? This This iteration of CRISPR doesn't. But I, I see that as more of a accepted way to to get treatment. And maybe through CRISPR they can find a way to restore, you know, spinal cord tissue. Yeah. And maybe that could help some people that are paraplegic now. Like can you imagine one day getting a shot or getting a series of shots and you were in a wheelchair for twenty years and now you can start moving your hands? A little bit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I think if they fail this time, They'll continue doing it. Totally. One interesting thing we read (laughs) was if they do fail with this first person, is that murder. Yeah. You know, and then so there's this whole, and I think that's really leading up to the reason why China is is a great place because the the laws there are a little bit more flexible, more squishy. (laughs) You know, so. And, and China might just say, you know what, that's not murder. Like, we forgive this right. because it's a medical trial. I don't know. Well, so.
0: I I will say, when you talk about catastrophic, I think it will have to be catastrophic in order for somebody to get this, just based on even if we were to say how many lives could this save, if your body, if I mean, in order for this to happen, right, you're, you're assuming that you... If I was to, since I'm an organ donor, let's say my body would be open for this transplantation. Nobody else is on a list, could be a match for anything else inside my body. Otherwise, you're taking the people that you're helping from two or more to just one. Yeah. And so I think that's where getting to the level where this is even a prescribed thing is, could be very difficult because once again, you only have a certain amount of time right now for heart transplant or anything like that. You you've got to make, you make that, make, you to make a decision fast. Yep. So, um, do working to try to do that. A trans head transplant with somebody, um, that's not going to be very popular probably just in that alone because well, John needed a heart and Susie needed a kidney and, and my body could help both of those people right so there's there's some aspects of that that are I think interesting so
1: you're think. saying that it's more it would make more sense to if you're an organ donor use your healthy organs to help Multi- multiple, people. multiple people versus Say multiple people yeah you know and versus one person or, yeah. or whatever yeah that makes a lot of sense too yeah interesting well yeah that <laughs> I think that kind of wraps up this episode we should have probably disclaimed that this is probably not a great episode to listen to if you have kids <laughs> around. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yes. But, um, yeah, with, again, thanks for checking us out. Um, we really appreciate all of our listenership. Um, we've got some really good stuff cooking. I yeah. know we've seen that a lot. It just, it just takes a lot of time to get some of these ideas flushed out. Um, and so we have some really cool things that we want to do i think we're also going to go um on a bi-weekly basis for the podcast at least at least for the summertime now yep um just to give us a little bit more time to get familiar with the material you know it's a lot a lot a lot takes to a lot takes to uh to get into this this stuff sometimes so um but yeah where can they find us peter
0: Yes, um, please check us out uh, at our website for sure. That's kind of our main hub, futurebreak.net, episode uh, 16. So just a pathway, shortcut to the episode would be futurebreak.net forward slash 016. And that'll take you to this episode show notes. But um, I think there's some other social media spots. I'm just... Oh, my. Did you forget already? No, but... (laughs) you can check us out on the other place we're really active on is uh, Facebook yeah um, uh, check us out on there Future Break just search for Future Break on Facebook and you'll yep. find us
1: and Twitter as well Twitter Future Break yeah. Pod P-O-D yes and then again just subscribe to us on iTunes um, give us a rating you know we'd love to love to hear more from you guys and um, what you like about it and uh, look for look for more content from us we're, we're really trying to figure out and put together a plan for you know videos I think one thing we want to do is like reviews you know because yeah. we get asked all the time what's what's your favorite uh, X app or what kind of thing should I buy so we want to do some of that kind of stuff to help out and uh, and really turn this into a you know helpful helpful show not just talking about future but what's what's good now so <laughs> yep exactly yeah all right
0: everybody thanks for listening truly appreciate it. We'll see you next next episode.
1: Yep, have a magical day.